Good morning. Happy New Year. It's January 1st. Wow. 2017. We made it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Everyone who has been following me for a while, if this is your first time, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for stopping by the Soul Beauty Chat. My name is Fatima Farmer. I'm an empowerment coach and a speaker, and the Soul Beauty Chat is designed to help young women find their God-given purpose through faith and practical advice. And today's podcast is going to be a little different. This is going to be a little more of a study and it's going to be on taming your tongue. Um, I recently got a reader question from a young woman named Mecca. And before I get into her question, I just want to share that if any of you guys have uh, questions that you would like me to answer on this podcast, all you have to do is send me an email to info.fatimafarmer at gmail.com. And I will do my best to answer your question in one of these podcasts moving forward. Um, So I definitely want to start incorporating more user questions into the podcast that I'm doing. Um, And also, I want to share that if you don't already know, the podcast is shared on my YouTube channel, which is So Beauty Chat. I just launched a new channel all for the So Beauty Chat. So you can check out the podcast there. Also, if you do not have iTunes or if you don't prefer to listen on iTunes, you can listen to this on YouTube if you just search So Beauty Chat and subscribe to the channel. Also, the live Soul Beauty Chats that we do one time, per, one time per month where we have basically a Bible study and we come together and we pray and we talk about a certain topic, um, that is also going to be held on the new YouTube channel, which is Soul Beauty Chat. So my personal YouTube channel will no longer have the live streams on the monthly Sundays. So I just wanted to put that out there for you guys. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the next one, which is going to be on the last Sunday of this month, which I believe is January 29th. So yeah, make sure if you haven't already, you sign up at FatimaFarmer.com slash live Soul Beauty Chat and follow on YouTube Soul Beauty Chat in order to join the conversation. So let's get into today's study. I'm sitting here drinking some tea because my throat is feeling scratchy. Like I want to get a cold. This is this would be the ter- a terrible time to get sick, being as I have to go back to work soon. So forgive me if you hear me sipping every once in a while. I'm just trying to stay (laughs) hydrated. So in today's study, we're going to be talking about taming your tongue, how to fight back as a woman or man of God when someone is disrespectful or rude towards you. Um, Like I said, this topic was inspired by Mecca. So Mecca, thank you for your question. She says, my name is Mecca. I found your Instagram podcast and YouTube and I love it. There are not Many women of our age that display their faith openly and can still be stylish, hip, and in the know, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yes, I know what you mean, and thank you so much for that. My question for you is, how do you deal with conflict with others who seem difficult or rude and taunting toward you while you're working on your faith? How do you fight the urge to not curse or be nasty back to them? It seems silly, but I would really like to get to the point where no one can steal my energy and joy. That is unnecessary. Thanks, Mecca. Well, thank you so much for your question again. And it honestly, that's not silly. That's a genuine, like, that's a genuine concern because people will test you and you will, you know, have urges to react in a certain way. So I would be lying if I sit here and said that, you know, like, that's not something that I've dealt with or that's some, something that you are going to have to deal with. As Christian, as women of God, we're still going to be put in tough situations where we're faced with a choice, basically, a choice to react and 
honor God or to react out of our flesh and to please our flesh. Um, and as a woman of God, it's not going to always be easy to maintain that kind of expected like Christian voice, like, oh, I'm so sweet and gentle and I don't raise my voice. Like, it's hard to do that, you know, like, although we want to be a reflection of Jesus Christ, we are still human. We're flawed. We make mistakes. And um, once we're saved, we're going through a process called sanctification. So it's not like a switch just turns on and it's like, you're a sinner, you get saved, all of a sudden you're perfect. It doesn't work that way. It's a process and that process is called sanctification. And sanctification, if you looked it up, is literally just the act or process of becoming holy. So we're all in that process together. Um, and although we are in that process, there are a few things that I would like to share with you that you can do if you were to get into an argument or disagreement with a person who is not a Christian, so they could talk to you however they want to, all all types of reckless. And, um, you know, you don't want to react out of your flesh. Here's a few things that I would suggest. Um, this is definitely a study where you're going to need a pen and a notebook and maybe even a highlighter if you want to grab your Bible. Um, so make sure you have that handy and I'm going to get started in a second. I'm just sipping on some, um, Bigelow green tea with mint and a little bit of honey. It's really good. So number one is to remind yourself that God is watching. In Proverbs chapter 15, verse three, it says the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. So know when you're placed in those tough situations that God is watching and God is the ultimate judge of your actions. Um, so although it may be pleasing to kind of react out of your flesh, know that God is watching and he's he wants you to make the best choice. Number two is to know that God will fight for you. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14 says, the Lord will fight for you and you only have to be silent. This um, particular scripture is placed in um, the time where the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness um, with Moses. So at this point, they are so doubtful. They are like doubting Moses. They're like, I wish we were back with back in Egypt. Like I'd rather be a slave than be out here. Like we're about to die out here. Basically, they were so worried that they started to doubt that Moses was even going to really save them as he said that he could. So Moses comforted the Israelites by reminding them that God was there, that he was going to fight their battles for them. All they had to do was trust, remain patient and remain silent. And during this time, um, you know, they're wandering and they're confused and they're trying to escape these people in there. And they, they're feeling like, you know, are we even, is Moses even going to even be able to help us? And all he said to them was, was to be silent. Like he said, be silent, be patient, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. Lord, which Oh, sorry. That's the wrong part. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he basically just warned them that if they were silent and patient, regardless of how afraid they were, regardless of how they wanted to react and run back to what they knew, he reminded them that God is willing to fight for them if they trust him to do so. Um, and that to me is something that we can apply in our lives. Like 
this took great faith to realize that, okay, we don't have to fight this battle. You're going to be placed in situations where you need to realize, I don't have to fight this battle. I don't have to fight this person. I don't have to argue with this person. Sometimes it's best to just be silent. Um, so the third tip is to ask yourself, will I choose God or my flesh? So when you're placed in those situations, literally before you decide to go off on a person, because I know how tempting it can be sometimes when someone's disrespecting you or they're talking to you crazy and you want to put them in their place. Ask yourself, will I choose God or will I choose my way? In Proverbs chapter 21, verse 23, it says, whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. God really did give us free will and he could have made it so that we were perfect, that we that we were forced to kind of like always make the right decision, but he didn't. And he did that because he wants us to learn how to rely on his strength to overcome our weakness of the tongue. He wants us to rely on him. So when we're faced in these, when we're placed in these tough situations, when we're faced with the choice, we choose him and we realize that it's him that's leading us in order to be more holy and more like him. It's not our own doings. He could have made it so that every time we were placed in a situation, we knew exactly what to say or what not to say. But instead, he gave us free will because he wants us to rely on him. So the next tip, number four, I believe, yes, number four is to guard your heart in advance and be ready to fight your flesh with his words. So in Ephesians chapter six, verse 17, it says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So in this um, book, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit are described as these things that we can put onto our body. And I'm sure you've probably heard this, this verse before where you're basically putting on this armor for a spiritual battle and the word of the spirit is the word of God. And in order to have the word of God ready to use like a sword, you have to put it into practice, which means that you have to have that word inside of you so that when the enemy or an actual person tries to attack you, you have God's word already in your heart right there to basically Act like in like an arsenal. It's like you're storing this arsenal in your heart. And the moment when you're tempted by the flesh or the moment when someone disrespects you, you have it right there in your heart and your mind or verbally where you can express like. Some of my favorites are like Colossians chapter four, verse six. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. Or Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 through 27. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Give no opportunity to the devil. Romans 12, 18 says, If it's possible, as much as depends on you, live peace, peacefully with all men. And then Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So when you have those type of scriptures stored inside of you like an arsenal, when you feel your flesh trying to creep up and trying to clap back and trying to respond to someone on their level, you'll go back to your word and say, this doesn't line up with God's word. I'm not going to react like this. This does not align with God's word. And this takes practice. This takes time. This is not something that is going to happen overnight, but it's something that will happen if you put in the work to do so. So if you learn the scriptures, you meditate on the scriptures, you apply them when necessary, 
you can start to see a difference in how you react to people. Um, And of course, prayer. Prayer is always an amazing way to work through some of the temptations that you have. So pray about that in your quiet time with God. Pray to God that he helps you control your tongue. Pray that he gives you the strength to be more like him in tough situations. So in closing, I would like to say that we are all here with one goal to be advocates for Jesus. That is our main purpose as Christians. We are here to be advocates for Jesus. And although we have free will and control over our bodies, God created us in his image. So we should carry ourselves that way. And remember that we are setting an example to non-believers. So that person that's disrespecting you or talking to you crazy, they may be a non-believer. And this is your chance to be an advocate for Jesus Christ, showing them that even though you're being disrespectful to me, Because I have God in my life, I'm different. I'm set apart. This doesn't mean I'm better. It means that I'm set apart. And it means that I can choose to control my emotions. I don't have to react out of my flesh every time when I want to. That's setting an example, whether you believe it or not. And we're here to bring more people back to his kingdom at the end of the day. So we should use every chance we get to do so. Even tough situations that sometimes we may not want to. Although it may be tempting to tell someone off the next time they're rude, keep in mind, we are to live more like Jesus Christ each day. And if none of those things work, right, you tried it all, you tried your scriptures, you've tried praying, you've tried um, all of the tips that I've mentioned, some of the best things you can do is pray for the other person, walk away from the situation until you calm down, or Even agree to disagree when necessary. Sometimes that's what it requires. Agreeing to disagree or walking away, just taking a breather. Sometimes you don't always have to react in the moment. So whatever action you decide that's right for the situation, just make sure you're doing it from a place of love and kindness. A reminder is 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14 that says, Let all that you do be done in love. So question of the day. How do you handle arguments as a Christian? I want you to comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube or send me a tweet if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes at Fatima underscore farmer and let me know how you handle arguments as a Christian. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you very, very soon. Have a good day, guys. Happy New Year. I hope you have lots of peace, love and blessings coming your way and I'll see you soon.